World! Uh, yeah, it's your boy, Sway, from MTV News. Pleased to admit, <laughs> what? We are back for episode 57 of, of Knifey Lion. Lion. My name is Jonah. Are you not following uh, Knifey Lion Radio on Twitter? Because if you aren't, get on it. Also joining me today, everything's falling apart. Nick is dying, possibly. <laughs> now you're right, bro. Yeah. Does it sound weird? Oh, uh, it sounded like heavy breathing. I guess it was just yeah, the wind. And a windstorm. Uh, joining me in the palatial studio is the indoor instigator, Zach. Hi. He's excited. Joining me from a wind tunnel. It's Nick from soccer. Uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. All the fans get it. Today, we have the luxury of talking about the 5 1 beat down, the death of Demay Way, a brutal loss to uh, who did we play? The Orlando City Magic. Um, yeah, we'll talk all about that in the recap. recap. Hopefully, not too much. Uh, this will be fun. We'll pick our FCC man of the week. Uh, fuck Deckle Smash. Um, hopefully this man will save us from our own personal hell. It's a brand new edition of... And then we'll see if there's anything to talk about in this week's edition of... Popery. Folks, if you sat through that whole 90 minutes... And you paid attention to the game that was on your TV. You're in the John yeah, Hart's John Cave, of, Cave wonders. of Wonders. Also, this episode sponsored by Chase Bank. Chase, <laughs> love what you're doing out there. <laughs> now I'm just playing. Fuck Chase. Fuck Chase. I know you guys don't listen, right? Zach, anything to talk about before we plow through what was an eventful Sunday? Sunday podcast, always fun. Mm, no. Well, let's get right into it then. Let's skip over the BS. Um, oh, I should mention Saturday. Ope out. It'll save the day, folks. Don't worry. May 25th, 7.30 p.m. Wear your Ope shirt if you got one, and everyone did, except for Nick. It's the one everyone's been waiting for. Redemption for this horrible game. But let's get into this game. Recap! Recap! recap. Starting 11. This one was kind of funky. You know why? Our man. What's his name? Eric Alexander returns to the starting lineup. Sure, why not? Uh, who else is weird out there? Garza's back, and he was fully fit. Uh, Frankie Amaya, Kakuta Mane in for a family emergency. Roland Lama, Justin Hoyt, Ledesma makes another start, and everybody else is, you know, pretty normal out there. Zach, you saw the starting lineup. Eric Alexander, talk to me! Let me know! <clears throat> like the rest of us, I let out an audible sigh. They heard that one in Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? He didn't disappoint. No. He's garbage. <laughs> but he did assist our only goal, according to stats. Please. Uh, it was definitely a one-two combination <laughs> on that goal. Uh, on the bench, Nazmi did not get free this week. Um, Adi, Kenny safe. It would have been nice to have him out there. But, um, Nick, you're one of the biggest Eric Alexander supporters. He gives you hope that maybe you could still hack it in the league. What would you think? No, there's not much... More, uh, I can really add to what Zach said. I just, I don't understand. It's perplexing. Um, I just don't see someone that it looks like a 
sluggish, lethargic math teacher going to succeed in 95-degree heat in Orlando? I just don't – I don't know. He just seems so sluggish. So I just, oh, you were wrong. Immediately. Yeah. You killed it. <laughs> Absolutely. Killed it. And uh, the, big, the big news of the game – I don't know if you guys heard this. Um, I had a few sources tell me it was hot. It was a hot one. It seemed to be the theme of uh, the broadcast. And uh, they played like it was hot. It wasn't as hot for Orlando. They must have been cheating. But, uh, Zach, you breathed? Yeah, I don't know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) The game started. Things kicked off. And you know what? Things weren't off to a horrible start. We didn't have the possession of the Demay way we're used to after one week of the Demay way. It seemed more like the Koch way. Uh, Absorbing some pressure. Them on the ball. But guess what, folks? We struck first. Not only that, we put a little fear in him. Before that, a nice crossover to Ledesma, who had an open shot and whipped one in. It looked like he started to move to the side, getting ready to do a celebration. Nope, smacks the underside of the crossbar and bounces out. (laughs) It's going to be that kind of a game. And we thought, oh, man, that was close. You know what happened before that? Early in the game, first 10 minutes, our boy, never injured Greg Garza, goes down in a heap. Looked like a non-contact injury. And um, he, I, they said it was a calf thing, but he was in a lot of pain. Didn't look like a muscle injury. It looked like he uh, tore something or something terrible because he was pounding the ground, possibly in tears. They they stretched him out off, and he had his face covered. Zach, can this guy stay healthy? No, I think uh, I think he's done for. Right? <laughs> yeah, I made my prediction. I think he's done for the year, and I'll hope to be proven wrong. Nick, we can't win without Garza. How are we gonna win? We're not. No, um, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he's done for the year. Um, uh, a friend of mine, physical therapist, so it looked like his Achilles tendon. So take that for what you will. But he said, Taking you know, gospel, from what baby. he saw, yeah. Well, he said, yeah, it was. It's not good. So I don't know. He's bringing so much to the game. He's so assertive back there in the back. Like we always talk about, like kind of complimentary that he's always taking that very assertive first touch up the field. Very. Offensive minor for a defender, so I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the solution is for that. To be honest, Zach, you had a solution, and you said public flogging for our new Man U trainer. What's this guy doing? Yeah. Garza comes to our team, yeah. healthy as a horse, fucking uh, secretariat, yeah, champion horse, and now the guy can't stay healthy. Who? Where does the buck stop with his injury? Um, Austin Berry. Ooh, he's next on the chopping block. What is he doing with these guys? Um. Yeah, and then the solution was put uh, Deplon on the left, Powell comes in on the right, and... Uh, that's the Demay way. That's the Demay way, and they fucking just went after Powell's side. Uh, unfortunately, but redemption came. Did you guys hear about that crossbar that my hit? That happened afterwards, so we were still in good spirits, even though uh, you wouldn't know it by the rest of the game. Then Darren Maddox gets a through ball from the man, Eric <laughs> Alexander, and uh, he holds it up. He's surrounded by seven Orlando players, waits for his assistants to come. It never comes. He does a little bit of this. He does a little of that. Moves a little bit. Moves a little bit more. Cuts it inside. Fucking rips one into the top of the netting. A beautiful goal. Nick, you were still there at the time. We all exalted a noise. Great sentence. The excitement was palpable. I thought three points was in the bag. Nick, you were already counting the points. Do you regret that? What'd you think? I do after we lost. Um, he did excellent on that goal. I mean, to to hold up possession, and then he's he, he's obviously has nothing. There's eight. I think we count seven 
seven players in a box, like for Orlando, and no one for SC Cincinnati, and he's literally stood up. And when he does that little like that little like juke to the right, and the guy, his defender, goes with him, that touch of how he keeps it so close to his body in one movement, and then gives himself just enough little space to set himself up for a shot. I thought that was remarkable. Um, just absolutely. You know, world class. World to be honest. Class. Oh, I was about to say it. <laughs> you gotta say if that was uh, if that was scored against us, we would be livid with our defenders. Um, no yeah, doubt. But today was definitely our day to today laugh. It was our day. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. And then um, power went out. Yeah. And so we, that's uh, about it. <laughs> FCC man of the week. Um, no, but we won't talk about the last three goals because. I don't remember much about him, but their first goal was their first goal the penalty, or they had a legit one first. They had a legit one. It was deflected though, from what I saw. But it, we didn't have long to celebrate being up, less than ten minutes or so. You can check the stats; it should be written down somewhere. Um, I don't know, Alta Vista. But, Full disclosure: uh, the game just finished, and we haven't looked at any stats. Who needs them? Fuck a stat. Yeah. So it's the same as losing one to nothing, basically. Anyways, they get that goal. Then late in the first half, our boy Kendall Waston. That was the first half. It doesn't matter. Their next goal was <laughs> the next the goal. Uh, so Kakuta Mane gets taken out hard by a foul. I think it was him. And then they, he, that guy gets a yellow card. They stop the game. And also they're doing VAR. I was like, yeah, get that Orlando player out of here, bro. I'm like, oh, apparently they're looking at something in the box. God forbid the, forbid the, forbid the terrible production crew show what's happening when it's happening. But um, yeah, apparently it was a VAR for Kendall Waston who was trying to prove once and for all, if a defender can truly get away with anything in the box in a corner, the answer is no. He uh, hugged a guy from behind and then pulled him down backwards. Or did he lightly caress the guy and the smart, savvy Orlando player jumped backwards, causing them both to fall? We may never know, but they were awarded a penalty kick. Portuguese legend who made Eusebio his bitch. Nani steps up for the PK. Not a very good PK. And a decent save from our boy, Spencer Ritchie. And that was that. Unfortunately, deflected it straight back into the waiting feet of Portuguese legend Nani, who buried that one. And uh, as Tommy would say, or was it Kevin? Oh, Nani's gonna, not going to miss from that range very often. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's not. Nick, did you catch the PK? I did. And as soon as Nani was stepping up to take it, I look at my family who I'm watching the game with, and I go, this is in for sure. And then Spencer makes that first save, and I'm like, and then and then he scores on a rebound. I want you to have time to like say something between the two. I'm conflicted, like like I'm conflicted because now like my it's reaffirmed that I was right, or then but I'm pissed off because we just got scored on. But yeah, I caught that, and I don't know what what can you say. Can he say, man? Second ball. What can he say? Uh, Zach, true or false? TT parries that bad boy to the side. Oh, for sure. I think he'd catch it. TT's moment of the match. <laughs> TT <laughs> buries that into his Polish arms. Yeah, he would have caught it. Um, I won't kill Basa. You know, I'd like to say that uh, what a stupid fucking foul. A lot of shit goes on during uh, corner kicks, but I mean, that was beyond egregious. Are we seeing the true Kendall Waston in the last few weeks? Maybe. I sure hope not. <laughs> Maybe. And then, uh, and then he got burned on the next goal, I oh believe. Oh, my God. So he's out. All of a sudden, the guy's breaking down the side, and it's 1v1, him and Kendall. 
DePond's nowhere to be found. I must assume that he was doing the right thing, though. So good on you, Machu, whatever you were doing. Uh, Kendall kind of has an angle on him, slows up, and the guy was like, oh, I'll just do a little burst of speed, goes right around him, sets up the goal, and uh, that one hurt. At that point, I was thinking, I'm not seeing how we get back in this game. Uh, It was a hot one. I don't know if they kept mentioning it. And... um, we really couldn't pull anything together, especially the second half. I mean, even the first half, too. But that's when the game felt like it was close. But we just had no um, no uh, taste for the ball. Nick, where was the taste of the ball? What happened with Demay's way? You know, I was thinking the same thing. We just looked so not hungry for balls out there. Um, yeah. I don't know. To be, to be honest, the, 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 the contrast before in the – between the first two halves, or the first halves, I mean, or geez, I can't talk. Blah. The the story about the halves is that <laughs> it's difficult. Is you, we looked like we never had possession in the first half. We like were never really dominant, like you said. But we would go on a counterattack, and we looked like dangerous, like we had confidence. Versus the second half, again, where we really didn't look that great with possession. But we just, when we would get the ball, we just like, we were, had been deflated and we looked lethargic. I don't know if the weather played a role, probably did, but I don't know. We just kind of lost that, that drive after uh, that third goal went in. So you say we look deflated, but anyone who's left their balls in the trunk knows those bad boys puff up real good. The next goal, our man, uh, Dom Dwyer, they made a point of saying he hadn't scored in a long, long time. <laughs> it makes me upset just thinking about it. He gets a cross into him and he heads one in. Zach, <laughs> everyone's having a ball on us today. They were, uh, I think he was uh, Victor's man. He was on him pretty tight. Um, so it wasn't really a blown one, but uh, it was a good header. What can you say? And who cares um, at that point? Honestly? Yeah. And after that, apparently there was another goal. See if you can describe it without looking. There's no way you can describe that fifth goal. I thought that was the fifth goal. I think that was the fourth one. Ooh. Penalty. Sweet Jesus, I don't know. Penalty, Waston beat, header, another goal. No, the header was the the last goal. It was kind of like a, a, a failed clearance on a corner. And the one dude who, it was one of ten times where Tommy G called somebody Nani. <laughs> uh, We've got a team of Nannies. Oh, Tommy, Nani's everywhere. He's getting everybody. Uh, well, Adi came on. He took one out of the air on his chest and uh, really fucking flubbed that. Could have had a garbage goal. Um, the thing I'm holding on to is this last six minutes, we upped the possession. Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> Some might say Orlando was backing off, but I saw a glimpse of the Demay way of the future. Nick, talk to me about those last few minutes when it looked like SEC was cooking. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you would expect. Orlando's up no, no, four, no. five, one. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was all us, baby. What are you talking about? Can, what? Yeah, you're giving Orlando credit for our, our push at the end. No, well, yeah, I mean to a degree because you're up four, five, and one in that heat. No, you're, you're right. not going to be. You're not going to be balls of the wall. You're going to let the other team pass oh. around, and, and I mean, there's, they're literally out of the game at that point. So, uh, yeah, he's right. Oh, can, Jonah. can you not? Can you not hear me? No, I was joking, Nick. Obviously, you're right. Okay, I'm trying to give a sliver of hope for the fans out there, man. Can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> uh, do, I just, I'm trying to talk, and you're just like going on about something. What, what, what am I missing? I was being, I was being facetious, Nick. Obviously, our last oh. few minutes was garbage. It was garbage time, but you're right. Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, we can. Yeah, we. we I don't know. Yeah, we look. <laughs> we look great with our possession down five one. That looks great. <laughs> Thank you. Something to hang our hats on. For God's sake, we have so little. Uh, Zach, what do you think about week two of Justin Hoyt center back? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. He seemed, he seemed all right. Poor Nick Hagelin. Um, uh, Eric Alexander, apart from his assist, Nick, what'd you see up there? <laughs> yeah, not good. Not good. I I caught a little stint on the uh, second half where he had literally like three or four passes in a row that did not connect. I mean, that was the story for him the whole game, really, wasn't it? I mean, not able to connect at all with passes. He just... I mean, the guy was a, that guy was a mistake to keep in the game. <laughs> tell his Seriously. mom that. Uh, Thank God he was born in Alabama, babies. I'm just going to go ahead. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I was thinking today, it was my same issue with last week. The Demay way um, that I, one thing I don't like about it is he had Bertone playing up way too high last week, and he's in line with our front three, like a straight line across, and then uh, Alexander was doing that today, so Frankie Amaya keeps coming back to get the ball off, you know, Justin or whoever, and then he's turning and looking, you know, where's Eric Alexander to connect us to the front line? He's just up there hanging out next to a. Uh, he's Darren ready to Maddox. get on the end of a breakaway. Yeah, but <laughs> he saw his speed. But he's never there, and I just that first half, Frankie was working so hard trying to move the ball around, and every time he'd give it to Alexander, Alexander would just like, play it back past. Frankie to one of our defenders again. It's like, man, just give Nazmi a start. Yeah, Eric Eric Alexander gave me a few belly laughs in the second half because he he got the ball unexpectedly a couple times, and his instinct was like, I'm gonna do a quick one touch pass, <laughs> just yeah. one touch to nobody, and it's it was delightful. Yeah, we're not even Nazmi. Start Kenny. Let him play fucking just a half or something, and then switch it up. Anything but Alexander is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> Let's get TT and Spencer out there at the same yeah, time. Fuck, man. Let TT play instead of Alexander. Um, <laughs> he looks like he could really get around <laughs> out there. 5 1, final score. Apparently, Nick, are you going to wash yourself with this one? You're going to just uh, cast it away and get ready for. Uh, to ope the nip is this is this mean something more than just we played terrible and we had some bad players out there or what do you well think? yeah i mean i think in context of what we've gone through with the whole you know the drama between the players and Koch. i mean the onus is on the players now right i mean they were i mean at least it seemed the way it was reported that you know Koch was mismanaging the team and that he was uh you know irritating them with his training tactics and yada yada and now with him gone the uh, we're going to have someone that's going to come in and be more conducive to our culture. So, like, the onus is on the players now to perform. Well, you just got fucking smoked 5-1. Like, what, what's the problem now? Like, you know, obviously, one game, whatever. But, I mean, this – as someone – I forget who it was was reporting. Like, this looked like the team that we were all dreading two weeks ago, you know? So, I don't know. I think I think there is something deeper than we, uh, I think, really want to admit. Hey, we did it with a smile on our face, though. Sure. <laughs> Culture changed. For yeah. Sure. I mean, one thing is you can't put the whole team on the back of, I guess, Greg Garza because he's been like the one missing link. You can't just fucking fall apart if he goes out. And then, uh, yeah, the last two weeks, Kendall, man, he's not rock solid. Yeah, if he's not playing good, we are screwed. But yeah. uh, the penalty, well, that doesn't count. Do you think he feels <laughs> uneasy real- with... Uh, 
Justin Hoyt next to him instead of the other guys because that's he, the uh, he misses Hags unifying factor last week and this week and let's see how Austin yeah, so likes let's blame him. Justin Hoyt for uh, Austin's <laughs> bad games that's what I'd like to do um, this week's FCC man of the week there's so many choices Nick I want to know you have to pick this the show's not right without it I'm calling it a show. You got to pick an FCC man of the week. Mine is an interesting one. <laughs> Who's yours going to be? You know, I'm not trying to pick obvious picks, but I just feel that was such a wonderful individual effort on that goal today to literally be stood up by like six Orlando players in the box with nobody for miles and to fucking make something out of that I thought was just spectacular. So I got to give it to Maddox. Hmm, that makes me way more sense than what I was thinking. <laughs> well, I'm giving it to Maddox as well. He also put the one on the plate for Ledesma right before that. So Yeah, and you can't blame him for uh, the five goals against, I would luckily, say, by his position. <laughs> the only other option, which is crazy since we lost 5-1, to one, but uh, Spencer Ritchie made a handful of really good saves. Yeah, Spencer Ritchie was going to be my pick because I just like getting cute like that. Hey, but... Um, yeah, he had a few great ones that I was like, wow, he kept he kept us in the game. We still got that point. <laughs> and then I like blinked my eyes and four goals later. And he stopped that penalty at first. And I mean, obviously, TT would have, you know, controlled it. But um, got to give it to him. Uh, no, I mean, not the man of the week, but just that. So, uh, yeah, I should mention, if you don't know, Darren Maddox, you just won FCC man of the week, which means you get a $27 prepaid First financial debit gift card. You can use it anywhere. All the kids are talking about it. Come to my house. Pick it up. Hang out with my kids. Make a day of it. Please. I will say about Darren Maddox. Zach, I think you mentioned this before. I think we see Darren's face. It's stoic. It's steely. Sometimes it looks angry. And he had some disagreements on the field early on the season. You think he's one way. But, you know, every time they talk to him, he seems like a real nice guy. Yeah, <laughs> He gives true. very pleasant interviews uh, with Lindsay, And the man's clearly gassed at halftime. And uh, Johan DeMay sprinted. He didn't want to face the music of a 1-1 or 2-1 deficit. But uh, he's pleasant as can be, you know. So, Zach, you want to apologize? You had him all wrong. I don't know if you actually ever said that. but uh, No, the only thing I think I ever said negatively about him was he was retweeting about homosexuality being such a sin or something like that and it's kind of like hey he wiped all those sins away with that gold today baby i'll tell you that that's for show nick you want to apologize to darren maddox uh you know you're you're like the you're like the third person this this week just told me i needed to apologize so (laughs) we can get to that later um was there a deckel smash out there i guess well this is week's edition of deckel smash should we give it to kendall for that give it to kendall we give it to frankie amaya had his scissor I do wanna, tackle. Talk to me, Nick. I do want to point out this is not a deckle smash, but Fuck. but, but it, is, it is a foul. Uh, we kind of noticed with Nani all, all over DePlon's back in the first half. I forgot I wanted to bring this up. An obvious foul and nothing, um, not to mention the uh, the, the uh, Kakutamana foul where he basically got pushed from behind. But I don't know. Like uh, You see all these posts from other teams like, you know, they're protecting these players. They're protecting Nani and Rooney. But, and you're just kind of like, yeah, yeah. But like something like that, I mean, it looked pretty fucking obvious. And there's just nothing. And there's a ref right there. But anyways, yeah, that's plus, my... Uh, don't they know Deplan is our Zlatan 
He's our yeah. Rooney. He's I haven't, our I haven't heard an American Zlatan song yet. I'm sure it probably exists. Also, folks, if that foul on Kakutamane that was right after that penalty, <laughs> or the not the penalty kick, but the penalty being committed, if that's uh, another yellow, that guy's got a red card, and they're down a man. That's, that's a, whole a different, different ball, game. ball game, baby. Could be three one. Could be four one. Could be five five. Literally anything is possible in this butterfly effect. So something to think about for all you guys ready to jump ship, who are angry. Just think the ref calls that what I would say correctly. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. Shit. We also so, had a uh, yeah. sorry Ledesma put one wide towards the end of the game. Oh man. Yeah, that would have changed the score. That line. would have changed the score line. But show and got him on the right track. It's all mental, like Nick has told us. Yeah. Now now Maddox is about to go on that tear that we've been talking about all, all season long so um you're welcome so he'll probably get a hat trick in the opal actually he'll probably be on the bench because that's just the way the cookie crumbles um let's take a quick break talking <laughs> about this nonsense kevin i hope you record one i know you try to get it done before uh g of thrones comes on save us with your words it's time for a brand new edition of <laughs> And he's going to start it right now. Chris Wondolowski is the best American striker of all time, right? I guess that's what this means now. Uh, he is now the MLS all-time leading goal scorer. Put four in the back of the net this weekend. Wow, still can't forget about that Belgian miss. Is Wando the best American striker of all time? Probably not. Kamar Lawrence and Hector Vialba got in a soccer fight this weekend that consisted of who could jack up their shorts higher. I guess that's pretty intimidating when you're out there on the field. Goal of the week has to be Derek Cornelius's last second equalizer for Kansas City against the Whitecaps. Tim Parker with the straight red, which should leave him suspended for the FCC match on Saturday. And finally, screw David Benioff and D.B. Weiss for screwing up Game of Thrones. They rushed through this last season so they could get to work on Star Wars. HBO wanted them to do at least 10 seasons. George wanted them to do 14. This is horrific. I've never seen something like this happen before in my life. Koch out. Oh, baby. Hey. <laughs> That's my line. Nick, talk to me. What'd you feel? You know, it just Kevin always seems to induce all these feelings going through the scores of other teams in the the league, and uh, today was no different. Uh, just <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, wonderful stuff. Thank you, Kevin. Um, I hope he doesn't even. I'm gonna send him a text right now. Don't mention scores. Make Nick look like a <laughs> fool. Ah, <laughs> uh, classic episode 57. They said it would never happen. Hold on, let me check real fast. Are we sure this is episode 57? Not this I don't know. <laughs> okay, it is. Never had a doubt. 60's coming on fast. Okay, now it's time for this week's edition of... Wait, before I get into potpourri, Zach, did you have a wedding toast ready? <laughs> is there anything you want to do on the fly? <laughs> Sarah Gorman tells me, I'm not a fan. Guess what? Everyone loves wedding toast. I keep getting feedback. Please, send me some feedback. Tell me you love it. Who's that? It's nobody. Sounds like a real fucking nobody. <laughs> Nick, did you have a wedding toast written down? Uh, you probably, it's probably in your Google Notes or your t- on, iPhone notes. Check my pocket here. Uh, I must have misplaced it. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Zach? This, this Sarah just sounds upset that she'll never hear a wedding toast because no one will ever truly love her. <laughs> 
took a dark turn and it's about to get darker with a brand new edition. Why am I selling potpourri so much of what a week? Potpourri. Nick, do you want to tell people how you were uh, Brad Paisley LL Cool J accidentally racist this week? <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, I got engaged in some late soccer banter on Saturday. With? With uh, some DCFC fans. It always seems to be them. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, I took a shot. I was making fun of their stadium and said something about tetanus. They fired back, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. But apparently one of their supporters noticed that I, in my profile pic, I had, uh, which by the way, you can't see this on, like if you click on my profile pic because there's a circular border. At least I'm always on mobile. I don't know if this is true on the like desktop, whatever, but he noticed I had my hand in a certain formation, basically like a circle, like almost looking like I'm playing the circle game, if you remember that game. But to this to this guy, I was obviously promoting white supremacy and uh, making a white power hand signal, which I had no idea was an actual thing. And even if someone had told me this, like I probably would just forgot it because it's so far removed from my reality of caring about like certain hand signs that it, it just it's just something i don't even enter re-enters my reality ever and 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 whatever so anyways my entire day 75 degrees <laughs> beautiful outside just about consumed trying to argue to people on twitter i'm not a white supremacist basically so that is the gist of it quite frankly i'm very angry i mean you can just call anybody you want a racist when you think they're racist and uh there's no repercussions for, for somebody like that. Like coming up in punk hardcore scene, that's like slandering somebody like that is like not a good idea. Like it never really fares well for the person making accusations like that. And not a threat. Whoa, not baby. The Skeletor's going down. <laughs> no, ask Zach. <laughs> yeah, so what's super fucking annoying about it is uh, Nick's a pretty reasonable guy. And if this guy would have said, hey, man, don't know if you're aware, but uh, these pricks have co-opted that hand signal to kind of like under the radar flash that they are white power nick would have been like shit didn't know that i'll probably take this down however it was instantly you're a piece of shit fascist and would not back down no matter what yeah honestly that guy (laughs) so uh there you have it then uh i went down a rabbit hole of like these fucking northern guard people god damn it and i hope none of our fans aren't so much like this. It's like a fucking cult, and it is uh, kind of sad and uh, disturbing, and uh, may God have well, mercy I mean, <laughs> on all of your souls. My whole thing is, like, with somebody like this is, I mean, this should be, like, a highlight. Like, this should illuminate to everybody. Like, call-out culture is a good thing. It's very useful in, you know, in, in a certain regard, and, and, and if it's deployed correctly. But when you get people that are basically becoming ideologues that just – they will bend and apologize for nothing and their hammers and everything they see is a nail a situation like this. Like people that know me know that I am like the least likely suspect to engaging in anything that's like white power, white supremacy. It's, you know, it's just absolute garbage. I have no interest in anything like that whatsoever and despise it. It's despicable. But someone like this who doesn't know me sees that. And all of a sudden it's like, what, how, how did you jump to that conclusion? And you're, you're an adult. You realize there's resources. This guy has a profile. You can look at his profile. You can start finding if there's anything else to corroborates what it is that you believe about me. And obviously like out of the thousands of tweets that I've made, like you would see that it's very unlikely that 
this guy is, you know, who, who I think he is, but no, this, this man who's an adult literally just saw the hand sign and just flew off the handle, you know, calling me every name in the book and I'm, I'm racist. I'm like, like, his accent, I'm a piece of shit. And it's, it's very, like you said, this almost like this cult, like, you know, they like a switch is on and there's no room for nuanced thinking. There's no room for critical thinking at all. It's just fuck this guy. Like he's my new goal in life is to make sure this guy gets outed and his life is ruined. And it's, it's just like you never think something like that would happen to you, especially me. I'm like, you know, that I'm very left-leaning, very liberal. It's fucking shocking, man, honestly. Nick, but you were telling me you enjoy the early Screwdriver albums for the <laughs> for the music, not the content. I remember saying one time to you, I was like, Zach, <laughs> for those that don't know Zach, I mean, everyone should be very intolerant against racism. Obviously, everyone should be. Zach is fucking fiercely, capital F, intolerant and would be the first person to punch a hole through my face if I was a fraction of what that guy claimed I was. But I I told Zach that, yeah, I'll be waiting for you at this corner. I think you're meeting me in Clifton. And I was like, yeah, and I'll have the uh, I'll have the screwdriver shirt on, and I'll never forget your response was cold as ice. It was, "Well, prepare to get your ass kicked in, like prepare to get your head kicked in." And uh, yeah, so no, I, uh, I I don't jiggle a screwdriver with Zach anymore. You know what's even worse? Let's say you have a forum like us with a podcast. Like, what if you just accuse someone of being all right because of their haircut? Like, it's something <laughs> we would never engage in. We don't promote stuff like that. And we're more than haircuts. Jimmy, I have the same haircut. I just, my hair hasn't receded as quickly as yours. That's well, see, we that's the thing, though, is, uh, so the alt-right have co-opted a certain haircut. Jimmy doesn't think about that when he gets his haircut. So we're joking, but this guy would just go on the attack. Oh, you piece of shit fascist, you've got this haircut. You have khaki pants on. They've co-opted that. Uh, Anderson Cooper still wears his black Fred Perry. And, uh... Speaking of fascists... Hopefully we get them in the open cup and, uh... <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Not speaking of fascists. Guys, we got new GM. Oh, baby. Nice transition. FCC is the soccer team we follow. Um, What's his name? Olaf? Gerard Nightcamp. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, he comes from the mid-table Erdavis team. And um, so it looks like our boy Jeff, Zach, I like to hear this, is stepping down-ish as GM. It'll just be president. He can focus full-time on um, displacing people from their homes. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Zach, on a scale of 13 to 14, how excited are you for the Gerard Nyglamp era? Um, Over the moon? Yeah, I'm truly over the moon. Um, I don't really know... uh, I don't know what everyone's job is, but uh, whatever gets Jeff away from the soccer business is a A plus for me. Um, between like a GM, a technical director, and your manager, I don't know how they divvy up. What I don't think FCC knows. No, and some people were pointing out like this guy's pretty defensive minded. I was like, well, I, mean, I don't think that matters. Does that matter what his like philosophy is? Isn't it the coach, or is he going to hire a manager that fits his philosophy, and then he? And if that's the case, what's the manager for? Yeah, and so I saw somebody said on Facebook, like, I'm not familiar with this guy. Anybody else? Was like, if you know this guy, you follow way too much soccer. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's the GM of an 11th place Dutch team you've never heard of. Yeah, they I, don't are. Know, I don't know much about this guy. Yeah. They are managed by Yap Stam, who 
we all know who that is, but I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> He's uh, one of the best defenders of all time. Yep, Stam. Think I'll score a goal with my head. Um, also, we noticed. I think oh. I noticed first. Go ahead, Nick. You'll be able to talk about Luke Sasano on the sideline in training gear, directing players along. This guy's a chicken with his head cut off. He doesn't know what to do anymore. But go ahead, Nick. <laughs> you know, just to point out, um, you know, even though we're not. You may be familiar with some of these guys that they're bringing in on a first name basis, whatever. But there is the real excitement for me to see that we're bringing in people from some major clubs. I mean, um, you know, for a while, it felt like the MLS or felt like MLS, I should say, that there was just like this sense of like revolving chairs or whatever, whatever, blah, sorry. And and people were just kind of going from one club to another. And this is kind of exciting that we have a club that is willing to go you know, to the international scene and pull people in that have, you know, just the type of experience that, that you can't, you can't ever really have unless you're playing at the, like the top levels in the world. And, uh, you know, just for a player's aspect of someone that's played, like I would, I would love to see whenever we would have a camp if somebody comes in from like a international team, the little nuanced uh, uh, ideas and concepts that they bring to the table that a lot of people, you know, in the coaching scene in the United States couldn't bring to the table. So I'm personally excited. I would be curious to find out. Uh, there's no way this guy was like on our radar and like they're talking like, do you think we can get him? He had to have reached out. Oh, Jeff has advisors. Yeah. <laughs> they're well, oddly connected. Yeah, it is. Odd. come to America. Apparently they did make a LinkedIn job opening thing. For GM? Yeah, I think that's real. And you got to think they posted on like Craigslist, France, FC Cincinnati, looking for available uh, mid-tier French-level players. Um, um, yeah, Zach, you breathed? Or was that just normal breath? Um, it, was just, it was kind of a deep, deep breath. It's kind of a Kendall Waston type gasp. <laughs> oh, next week is the Ope out. It's fitting now. If we would have come off two wins, we might have had to postpone it. <laughs> Apropos of that, do you have any? Uh, gonna be at the Ope out, Nick? Are we gonna redeem ourselves? Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. Get back on the winning track. I, I firmly believe it. We're gonna dominate, Zach. Any big thoughts? Make them your final thoughts if you want. Let's get the hell out of here. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia, what's good? Amelia, what's good? Zach, the game. You just. Tossing it aside, Demayway is here to stay. Yeah, this is just a fucking freak. A little blip on the radar. Doesn't even count. It's so hot. Why are we still playing? Obviously, the fans didn't think there was a game. Am I right? I woo! No, these are all throwaways until uh, we get our real manager in. Who cares? You know, we're just having a good time. Happy to be Hell here. Yeah. Nick, another chance at a final thought. Don't make it about the racist thing. <laughs> you know, and another thing about this guy. <laughs> No, I really, I, th- I think I've said my piece and I've made enough tweets, but I need to get the fuck off Twitter is what I really need to say. No. Here. Yes. It's, You're it's sounding very stumpy right now. But it's, it's, it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, I, I'm like, I feel pathetic because I'm like tweeting, but then I'm like, wait a second, this guy's like trying to tell the world I'm a racist. I like, I feel like I'm obligated to like stand my ground here and like. Waste this beautiful day and like oh, ignore wow. my children. Stand now your you're ground. pro standard wow. oh, Jesus no. Christ, Nick. Move to I Florida. Just, here comes the second wave. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's second wave of racism. My final thoughts. This one's a toss out, guys. Great. Don't worry. Demay's way is 
a complicated beast. One week it looks acceptable, the next truly awful, which means by this formula, good then bad, next week shall be good. Wear your Ope Out shirt, be proud of your body! Unlike Zach, trying to bring people down. Jeez Louise. We can't tell our voices apart. Who's talking right now? You breathe. Make it count. <laughs> I was going to try to imitate you, but I can't. Um, one quick thing. Whoever's running the booth, the production, these games, when there's action on the field, show us the action! That's what we want to see! Yeah, and no more excuses like, oh no, this is just a national feed. There's no fucking way. Because whenever there's a break, it's all FC Cincinnati. They're, whenever they're showing fans, it's all FC Cincinnati. We're on to we you. We have control. So why? <laughs> why are we showing Greg Garza for over a minute as the game is Writhing in on. pain while there's play going on the whole fucking time. Um, and it's every single game. Oh, it's really, it's really got to stop. Don't like it when they go down like that, Tommy. But shout out to McCloskey. When he starts riffing, my man riffs hard. He's a shredder. A vocal shredder. It is like a uh, kind of a Scottish version of... Is he Scottish? I think he's Irish. It is a... Oh, that, I honestly don't know. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say that with any confidence. It's a uh, whatever version of Jerry Seinfeld, kind of, when he starts to get worked up. <laughs> what is going on? All right. Three points in the bag. I think we're in dead last now. Not totally sure. It's got to be close. James O'Connor forever. Alan Koch never. Demay Way. Whenever. Go ahead, say it. I don't, I'm sorry. Sometimes I breathe and I don't know what I'm going to say. Rise to. Nick, last word. And racism. And racism. And racism. Rise together. <laughs> Goodbye. Respect!